Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Mike, this is Chris Jones calling from Southern University, um, logging in for the introductory press conference for Carrick Jackson, new baseball head coach at Southern University. I mean, who you gave the two picks? Oh, I got them off the name. Oh, that's the one like Coach Rob got. I don't know. They got someone like that in the bookstore. Okay. Well, yeah, you go ahead, Bob. I'm going to try to see if it's a company. Well, we'll see in the main. I don't like the magazine. Yeah. Because when you start, when we start doing all this, it's off. Yeah. And once the back gone, it's useless. Like, Ron got two, we got two on here. Two legs. Two legs. Okay. I can't do that. So I'm trying to go over there Bobby, go. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you want to? No, no, I already talked to him. He was standing outside. When I come back, I'm going to just get everybody and we're going to go. Okay. Um, We're going to save this for the team. I just wanted to explain to you how we're going to do the jersey and the ball cap. We're going to enter. I'm going to go ahead at 115 and give them housekeeping notes, turn their cell phone off, all of this stuff. And I can talk to him after that. Um, when you, Carrick, is anybody else coming? Is his family coming? I think that's the white man. Okay, we'll let them sit on the front row. So I'll reserve the front row for him. Um, you go straight to the podium. And then open up with some comments about. You're going to speak first. And well, I'm going to be out there when you speak? Yeah, I'm going to be out there. But you, when, we, when I come get y'all, you go straight to the podium. And start. And start. Okay. We start with opening comments, uh, talk about the process, and you know we had a number of candidates. I want to thank 
the committee. I want to thank the people who applied. It all boiled down to finding the right guy for the university, yada, yada, yada. And then you introduce him. So I want to introduce you to Nick Hood, coach Southern University Baseball, Kerry Jackson. And then it goes to that. He's going to come up. He's going to give his opening statement. Then we're going to do question and answers for him. Then we'll bring you back up if you have any, if they have any questions for you. And then at the end, before we close, we're going to present him with the hat. We're going to give him the hat. And then we'll put the jersey on. I'm going to have Elliot hold the jersey so he can take off his blazer and then put the jersey on. And that'll be the final photo up. Any alumni, baseball alums, I said at the end, mm-hmm. they'll have a chance to meet and greet him yes. in the reception room. Yeah. We'll tell them. Yeah, we make that announcement. Okay. So all I'm doing is when you come. When I come get you, you go straight to the podium. Thank everybody for coming. Good Open the statement. And then and then introduce him and then go to the next baseball yep. coach. And then uh, shake his hand. And then he'll get up and talk. But we'll do the photo op of him putting on the jersey at the very end. Yeah. All right. Let me go get this to Elliot. Okay, because somebody asked. Somebody asked. It's time for him to step aside. Right. Where, hey, Trayvon, where are they? Okay. This first one or the second one? Uh, when you come up, I'm going to just need you to hold it. Okay. We're going to save that for the end. All right.
few housekeeping notes as always with our Southern University press conference. I'm glad that you convert your cell phone to the off or silent position uh, so that we don't disturb today's press conference. Uh, also, today's press conference is being streamed live on GoJackSports.com. Uh, we will make time available for meeting that do one-on-one with Coach uh, at the conclusion of today's press conference. Also, any current players and uh, former players who are here, we will have an opportunity for you as well to meet with Coach following the press conference. Uh, so at this time, we'll bring up Coach uh, Banks and Coach uh, to begin the press conference. Thank you.
there's a piece that's called corrective action that as our lead director under my watch that I have to be responsible for. And in that in that legislation, it governs the expectation of what uh, the new baseball should look like or what it's governed by. And uh, going on those principles, uh, we just couldn't come in and say, here go the job, might be a light to take it to another level. We had to identify uh, a candidate that had a lot of qualities, uh, foremost in, in, uh, in athletic compliance. Uh, and so that gave, and that gave the committee a task, first of all, how we get to it. And so an interview was in a part that we had to speak and count the candidates to speak to how APR, equivalency sports, in-state, out-of-state, financial aid, how to affect everything when you get ready to make a decision about baseball. Not the standard, but you can look up and talk about what is a good recruiting day and, and what's the bill here. So, person has to be knowledgeable. And so in our investigations or on our probation phase when they say come in, the head coach is supposed to reasonably be able to speak and explain all those things. So first of all, that made uh, this decision process a bit different than it would be if everything was on the level playing field. And also there were some other things that was important candidates. Uh, we wanted to make sure uh, if it wasn't a southern night, then there's someone that had uh, historical back college ties. Uh, and so uh, going through the process, that was another box that we checked into. And then again, there has to be a process of the knowledge of the game and uh, the resume for all candidates that we had really open to that question. Uh, and so we looked at it and we looked at the whole all the overall experience of what we think it should look like. Uh, from being a player, uh, if you had pro experience, from having professional experience, definitely the collegiate experience, four years in the college, and we graded out in that process. And so this took us a little while, you know, to get this candidate, and we interviewed people, uh, a lot of guys twice as well. And so my job is I wake up every morning trying to do the right, make the right decision, advise by my staff, make sure Jaguar athletics go forward. That's my job. That's my responsibility. And we're trying to create the excitement for baseball in the future. And so one of the things about this candidate, Had different accolades, and I was working hard. So 
themselves. 
will be recognized as players in this program by what they do and not what they wear. I don't want people to identify our players and say, oh, he's a baseball player because he's got a baseball hat on. Oh, he's a baseball player because he's got a baseball t-shirt on. No, he's a baseball player because he handles his business in the classroom. He's a baseball player because he's selfless. He's a baseball player because he helps in the community. And I think if we can get our, our young men to understand the importance of those goals, then we'll be in a good position to be successful moving forward. I also want them to be focused on we and not me. Uh, and we is all the company. We as alums. We as the coaching staff, we as their teammates, we as their family, we as the people that support our program. And I want them to understand that every action they have has a direct effect on somebody else besides themselves. So when they make decisions, the last person they need to think of is themselves. They need to think about everybody else before them and then decide if that's the right thing to do. Um, and I think if we can keep that focus, again, we'll put us in a position to do great things. As a coaching staff, um, it is going to be important to me that I challenge not only myself, but my assistant coaches to understand that we're going to coach people first. We're going to recruit their players. But our first challenge is going to be to coach these young men on how to be successful young men in life. The baseball part will take care of itself. Uh, we want to teach them how to be productive citizens. We want to teach them how to be someday good fathers. We want to teach them how to be someday good husbands. Uh, and with those things said, again, all these things will lead up to where we want to be for the championship also, as coaches, we'll be serving leadership. We won't ask our players to do anything that we don't do ourselves. With my boys, it's do so because I say so. With our team, it's do, go, do so because I do so. Everything that we do, they will do, and then in turn, they will see that we're all on the same page and we're looking to get this thing done together. As far as what, what our goals would be with regards to on the field, um, I want us to get back to winning conference championships on a regular basis. That needs to be the expectation. Uh, it's that, that, for me, is not going to be a goal. That is going to be an expectation. When we go out, it's our players understand we're going to win conference championships, and we're going to take that to the next level. And the next level past that is NCAA regionals. And when you're getting to regionals consistently year in and year out, then you're supposed to get to Omaha. But when I've taken the job, if the common vision were to share with Coach Banks on the idea of us getting on, there's no point in coaching because they won't love me, in my opinion, baseball is that's not what I'm going to have hurdles, and it's going to be tough. There's no question that we're going to have some obstacles in our way. There's no question that we're going to make it a little bit tougher for us than it is for other people in the country. But that shows that we're not going to be
I think they're fired up. They're eager, eager to get this done. Uh, and as well as you know, from what I've understood about some different people around the community and people that I've met, they're also very excited. So for me, I can't wait to get started. Uh, coaching for me is something that is it's not about what I'm coaching. It's about who I'm coaching. Uh, and and that will always be the focus. Um, if, as I told some of the some of the uh, alums at Worcester today, uh, if I was blessed to be a basketball guy, I'd be coaching basketball. But God blessed me with the ability to coach baseball. But more importantly, he challenged me with the path of coaching people. Uh, and so with that being said, that's what my ultimate goal is, is to coach people, to coach these young men up. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks, Coach. At this time, we'll open the floor uh, for questions from members of the media. Coach, obviously, the, the big question is, about are you prepared to take on that same task and what is your plan of action regarding that? Yes, I am prepared to take on that task. We talked, we had pretty extensive talks. Um, the one thing that I assure him of is that I'm aware of APR. When we were at Missouri, um, we had two consecutive years where as a baseball program, our APR was top in the conference. Uh, and, and as well, though, that's, we're in there with Vanderbilt and some other schools. Um, so being able to handle that and understand that um, moving forward, uh, I assure him that APR will never be an issue for the baseball program again while I'm here. Um, the biggest thing with that is making sure the kids are eligible. Uh, our guys are going to understand when we start talking to them from a recruiting standpoint, you're here to go to school. You're here to get a degree. If you're coming here to play baseball only, don't come. So that's not, this is a baseball factory. This is an academic institution of higher learning. And that has to be your focus. And as long as we recruit student athletes that that's their focus and we reassure them that that is our focus, we'll never have another issue with ADR again. You also haven't had a previous head coaching experience. Just how do you make that transition from assistant? And it's also been two years since you've been in coaching. How do you make this transition to head of a program like this? Well, you know what? I think as I talked to you about some of those people that I mentioned that or coaches that have been influential on the team as I've moved along. Each one of those men has prepared me for this opportunity. Um, as an assistant coach and going through the things that I went through, every time I was given a little bit of responsibility, hey, do the schedule, hey, handle this budget issue. As a recruiting coordinator, which is what I've been in most places, handling these schedules and budgets and those types of things, I've had those experiences. The biggest change for me will be the idea of overseeing the entire program. Dealt with academics as an assistant coach before. I've been charged with making sure our kids are doing the right things in the classroom. They've involved me with uh, ideas of going out and doing fundraising and, and meeting with some different people. So just the, the new, the biggest challenge for me will be hiring another assistant coach beside Coach Jones and managing the staff. But with regards to managing a team and managing a program and laying out a foundation, I've had experience with doing those things before. So now, as opposed to associate head coach or assistant coach, it's just head coach on that title. And so I think it'll be it'll be a transition um, that obviously we'll be able to lean on Coach Banks with his head coaching experience if I need some things and be able to lean on some of these other people. But I think I have a good plan in place and I'll obviously get it. And, and with that plan and, and all the shows you know you're coming into, do you have any kind of timeline, any kind of plan for when this uh, program will Time. Our goal is going to be to get better today. And then tomorrow, our goal is going to be to get better tomorrow. Um, and I think when we when we put
challenge our players, get better every day. We don't have to worry about what the end result will be. The end result will take care of itself as long as we improve. We, we can't put ourselves in a situation where we don't get better. We have to improve in something every day. And with that being said, I think our timeline will be shortened as a result because, again, the energy and passion and enthusiasm that we're going to bring to this is going to be contagious with our players. And as a result, I think we will see a quick turnaround. Coach Brandt, the BBRC TV here in Baton Rouge. Talk about what attracted you to this job and why you, you wanted this opportunity. So, uh, again, playing with them, Cookman, and going through that experience, uh, uh, when I played there, we had uh, a roster of 23 guys, I believe, uh, and we went out uh, and beat a lot of people. Uh, and there was something that was good about being that underdog and being in that type of situation. And at that time, Southern was it. That was when we looked at HBCUs and baseball, that, this was the premier place. And, and until recently, here in the last probably 10 years or so, Bethune-Cookman has kind of risen uh, to that a little bit. But when you look at this job and when you look at Coach Kadar, um, what he had done here and that bar that had been set was one that he looked at it and said, specifically as a, as a young black male myself at the time and now an older black male, um, but as a coach, um, you look at that situation and say, how good would it be for me to be a guy to take that thing over? And when you have that tradition and that history that is there and that respect nationwide, um, you look at such an opportunity and say, hey, you know what? I've always said to myself, if this job ever came open, this would be a job that would be high on my list of interest because of that aspect of it. Um, I had goals for myself as a coach moving forward, and I accomplished some of those goals, and to be a head coach was, was one of those. Um, we won a Big 12 championship when I was at Missouri. I wanted to win a conference championship at that level. We made transition to the SEC. We did some things while I was there um, that were positive and got the program moving in the right direction. And so now this is another challenge to have a historically program that has had success that they've had in baseball. It's a great opportunity. And so it's not necessarily why would I, it's why wouldn't I. You take this job as a big baseball city. You look at LSU. They've made that trip to Omaha countless times. Talk about the dream of Omaha. How do you get these players and future players to buy and go, we can't do that, we can't get going on? Well, I think what you look at is you try and get people that have a competitive nature at their core, one, two, and want to do this at the highest level that they can possibly get to. College baseball players, everybody wants to play Division One. The reality is everybody's not a Division I player. So what we provide is we provide an opportunity for these guys to play at the Division One level. And then if you want to play at the Division One level, you got to be playing at the Division One level with the idea of going to Omaha. But the way that it's been publicized and, and how social media and all those types of things and the week-long process that it is and on TV, as a Division One baseball player, that's got to be your goal. And if you don't have that passion burning inside of you to get there, I can't put it in you, so this is not going to be the right place. So we're going to recruit people that believe in that idea of wanting to get to Omaha and be in a position to get in that dog box. Uh, so that, I think that in itself should get us the right people. And then now it's our job as coaches to prepare them to go and get that fast knowledge. Is the idea to recruit VR and Louisiana first, um, get the best players here in the state to come to Southern? No question. No question. I think you you always got to take care of your backyard first. Um, and and I, you know, with my previous time here in the state, I know that there's quality players here. Um, I've been out of state for a little bit, but I still have 
associations with people and still have relationships with people here in the state that I think will remember me from when I was here before. And I've already gotten probably 40 texts from people that um, a bunch of 225 numbers showed up, a bunch of 90, you know. So guys that I haven't talked to in a long time that I've changed phones, they still have my number. And it's, hey, is this still Coach Jackson? And it's, yes, it is. Congratulations. So it's already starting. And so the idea of taking this momentum with this decision that's been made to allow me to run this program and running with it, I think, like you said, it's going to be here in Baton Rouge. It's going to be the state. And then we're going to expand out to the region. And the one thing that I like about the opportunity here is Southern has a national name recognition. So I can go get a kid from New York. I can go get a kid from Washington. I can go get a kid from California that if they have the desire to play at this level and then we show them that we're going to be able to help you get better as players, we can go get anybody from anywhere. Coach Jackson, Craig Lopez, WNC, two parts for you. How much do you lean on Coach Kato and his experience here and learning kind of making the growth of his experience? And also, what have you learned about yourself maybe in the past few years taking time away from baseball now instead of that? So your first question, of course I'm going to lean on Coach Kato. Uh, again, uh, I, I'm not here if it hasn't been for what he did over his 32 years, 10 years in the past. So any advice that he's going to be able to give me about not only the game in itself, but about being here at Southern, about people in the community, uh, about people in the state, um, with him being from here, that, that's going to be invaluable to me. Um, so with, with regards to that, um, I, I will definitely know here. And your second question? Oh, just uh, what have you learned about yourself and taking take some time away from but I think the biggest thing that I learned, um, and I think possibly I, I, I don't want to speak for my wife, but I think she learned this as well. I knew this, but coaching is not what I do. Coaching is who I am. Um, and, and I have to put myself in a position where I'm able to help people grow um, as individuals. And, um, again, I think God has passed tasked me and given me the ability to help people grow and mature uh, and be that servant leader. And there's no better place to be able to do that, in my opinion, than in the wider coaching atmosphere. So being away from it allowed me to really, really get that back to understanding, hey, man, this is what I'm supposed to be and this is what I'm supposed to do. And, again, I'm just fortunate that Coach Pence gave me the opportunity to do so. Are there any more questions for head coach? All right, at this time, if there are any questions for Coach Banks, we'll field those at this time. Coach, uh, kind of the same, one of the same questions I asked him. Do you have a timeline in mind for when you'd like to see a turnaround? Do you have a little leeway here? Well, anytime you, you know, you walk into a situation and take over a job, there's always time to evaluate. And uh, I think that. We have given him, or we're going to give him the opportunity to evaluate uh, his team uh, to assess what he needs to accomplish uh, and to be uh, able about winning right away. So even though we know that there's a time for growth and, and we look toward tomorrow, but as we 
Any other questions? Coach Beck. I guess to cut it off a little bit earlier, what was maybe the main thing you stuck out of his resume that kind of got, caught your eye and said, hey, this is a man to coach at Southern? Well, I think all applicants, you know, when you start talking about a coach, have a lot of people that can be a coach. Uh, but when the task was to find a certain person that relates to um, corrective actions by the NCAA, that changed the dynamic. And so uh, I think that aspect of being able to speak fluent, uh, be pressured by the compliance people to answer the right questions, and then knowing how it all fit in. Uh, because a lot of people understand you can have good brains and be in health. And so if you're able to speak to those things and understand the process and know what retention eligibility means right away and be able to give us examples and statements about it, how it works. And then, you know, uh, we had to recognize that candidate, you know, in the first choice. You can ask the Straightforward, try to do the very best I can, be a servant. 
And with that, we'll close. I want to thank everybody for coming out. Before we leave, we do have one final photo op, Coach Banks. We'll present Coach Jackson with his 45 jersey and his Southern University baseball cap.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.